what is heaven like? I know what hell on earth is going to be for me is, and that is if I ever get to meet the person that I could have been, that is going to be hell on earth for me. But Jeff brings up the topic of what heaven is really like, or at least his definition. And uh, yeah, we go there. We go, we go pretty deep with that, but then also we drift back to real estate investing and, and uh, bring up, uh, we get to talk about a couple of his properties there in a city and uh, that I happen to know that municipality. And in that municipality, there are neighborhoods where you don't own the land that your house or your investment property sits on. So we talk about that and how to, how to find that out. And if you want to chat about anything we discussed here today, or uh, yeah, what's your definition of heaven or hell? Uh, that's not off the table. Let's, let's talk about it. Uh, my cell phone number will be given to you at the end of this episode. This is episode number 186 of the W2 Gapless podcast. I got a call from AT&T today saying they're upgrading. I want that Fios cable, man. And like to like, I mean, I don't know. I thought the internet was fine already, but like they're coming out tomorrow to change out my modem and upgrade it to like, you know, whatever. It's I don't know. Shit's going to start breaking. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Get your own modem, man. Is that how it works? Well, I spent 20 years in the IT industry and everything was fine and dandy until we showed up on scene and then everything started breaking. So, well, I'm not, I don't have to pay for it. They're coming to No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's who's, who's we? ATT? Who, me? Uh-huh. For me. I don't know about Jane. No. no. Uh, various IT, it didn't matter. It was mm. various IT companies that I worked for. Gotcha. So what they fuck shit up just so you'll upgrade? No, no, no. We we would we were the, basically the change agent. You know, people. Uh, our kind of the bulk of my IT career was spent in privately held medical practices, converting people from green dumb stu- dumb tube terminals to like Windows based machines for for the whole EMR HIPAA EHR implementation. Mm-hmm. what was and that so, i'm sorry could you repeat what you just said yeah you want to go back to game <laughs> of thrones <laughs> <laughs> uh electronic health records trying to bring them back into the 21st century right no facts and um yeah they we would show up be like my icons aren't working my printer worked yesterday and then y'all show up my printer's not working anymore like fuck is there paper in it no, there's no paper in it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not true. Yeah. When it's blinking, when the light's blinking, says, add a paper. It ain't me. But you sat here and bitch for two hours thinking it was me. But get back to work. Oh. I never said any of that. I was very nice. It was, that makes me, um, it makes me feel real, troubleshooting. real dumb because I was, I've got this old 2003 like truck that I use for real estate and just hauling random things and, just speed around truck, right? And my dash panel has not been working. And I think there's an issue because sometimes the gauges don't work, but sometimes the lights just don't work. And like the radio wasn't working, like the lights weren't working on the radio. Got short. <laughs> everything's working. Well, no, I'm driving down the road and um, finally I just had enough. Right? I was like, I got to figure out how to fix this. So next stop, I get on old Google and some guy had like the same issue. And later down the thread, he's like, oh, figured out the issue no fix just figure it out i'm an idiot 
I had my dimmer switch turned all the way down. <laughs> and I looked at it and I looked at my radio <laughs> and I turned it up and they came right on. <laughs> I said, like, God, <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> uh, I've been there too. I've, I've been that guilty. We, I used to have a, uh, a Dell laptop. And for the life of me, I still don't understand, but they, on the, on the side of the laptop, they had this little toggle switch that you can turn the wire, the Wi-Fi on and off. Like yeah, if yeah. you wanted to, and we're, we're at an install, I'm surrounded, you know, we're on a conference room table, everybody's doing their thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't get connected to the internet. What the hell? So I called Dell support, sit on the phone for 20 minutes. The lady sits here and talking to me and I'm like this, you know, I, I was pissed. I was in a mood. And I was just letting her have it. And then one of my colleagues who's sitting here or to my left-hand side, he just leans over and he kind of looks at my laptop and squints his eyes and he flips the toggle switch. And he goes, and I it. think you can connect now. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Sorry, ma'am. I'm having a bad day. I apologize. We're all good. <laughs> just, you never know what's going on in someone's day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We have those days, man. That's um, the very first day, new job. Like I just, I was in my early twenties. I was, this is where I was employee number five. I'm on the help desk. They're like, we'll give you, we'll give you three weeks of training and then we're going to let you loose. Right. And then day number one, they're like, we're really busy. You just got to go on the phone and start answering, answering phone calls. It's like tier one help desk stuff. And this lady calls in, she starts cussing me out and I'm like 22, you know, 21, 20 years. Yes, ma'am. I, 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 all right, hang on. No, where are you calling from? And I, I kind of went down this thing and she's like, my blankety blank paper, my, my, uh, printer's not working, blah, blah, blah. I hate this damn thing. This thing sucks. Y'all are horrible, blah, blah, blah. And I, I remote into her system and I said, are right, you're, you're trying to print to, you know, Sarah's desktop printer, whatever it was. And she goes, yeah. And I said, well, I said, do me a favor. I said, on my end, it shows that it's out of paper. Can you, can you go over there and just check and make sure that's it? And I hear her laughing in the background. She comes back <laughs> over and she's like, I am so sorry. Uh, it was out of paper. I'm so, so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And, and so the next day there was two dozen donuts delivered to our office and it was from her. And I was like, no, that's, that's freaking nice. awesome. That's, yeah. that's what I should have done to the Dell employee. I should have sent them some donuts. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, um, uh, for those that believe in heaven, like to me, heaven would be like knowing what you know now and being able to go back and like confront mm. situations. Oh, yeah, interesting. That's, yeah, like, that's that would be freaking heaven to me. Like, that's reincarnation, Jeff. No, <laughs> I don't want to be a caterpillar, I want to be, <laughs> I want to go back, and, like. Uh, if I want Depends true, on your karmic balance there, buddy. If I want true heaven, like I want to be able to know what I know at the end and go back and handle those situations appropriately. Like who the fuck wouldn't want to do that? Right. Right. So I'm pretty sure I got a job because of the question like that came up in the interview. And they asked me, because if if you could go back and change anything in your life, what would you change? And my answer to that was there's a lot that I would go back and change as long as I end up where I'm at today and who I'm right. with today. I you agree. know, and, and they're like, I haven't heard that. Whatever. All right. So Jeff, what's one thing that you're gonna go back and change if you could? Oh it doesn't matter how recent. No, no, no. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I <laughs> recording I, this podcast. 
I know, I know. And I'm going to talk <laughs> as fast as I can. So <laughs> I, I understand what you're asking, but my point is that we can, uh, like, I don't, I understand that you have to go through the, the pains of life to get to where you're at. And I'm happy where I'm at. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and change. I truly wouldn't go back and change anything, but I'm talking like heaven. Maybe something you would change. Like I would like to go back to a couple of weeks ago. I'm in a hotel and this lady's walking up and she's yelling me hold <laughs> with her dog. And she's yelling, hold the elevator. And I could, I could step off the elevator and said, ma'am, I'm allergic to dogs. You take this one. I'll wait on the next one. I would love That's to go right. and do that. That, that wouldn't. <laughs> but who knows? Now you know for next save your life. Time. Maybe because of that interaction uh, kept her from like doing something stupid. I don't know, but well, I'll tell you, I, I saw her a, a few more times in the hotel and she was not carrying her dog with her or letting her walk around. I don't mm -hmm. now I, I understand what you're saying and trust me, like there's plenty of things that I haven't been able to, uh, you know, that I've done in the past that I regret, but if it got, if, if it, that's what it took to get to where I am now, I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. But I'm saying like heaven would be like being able to go back and to all those situations where you fucked up because it doesn't matter. You're dead. Uh, <laughs> just going back and being able to handle them, you know, like just just that scene, you know, like yeah. not, not like like that's where your life changes. Like just going back and just, you know, getting some redemption on something you you screwed up or or, or didn't take action on. Uh, so that, that was my opinion on it. Jamie, anything you're going to go back and change if you had the chance? Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing that jumps out of my mind, and, and this is going to sound a little like blah, blah, blah. But I, I remember <laughs> I had just moved to Alabama 2011. Oh, and I, I mean, I had, I had not. I, I See, you're supporting Alabama with those crimson and white you got going on there. Crimson and white? You mean pink and purple? Yeah, that's blue. purple, dude. All right. I only, I'm going, I'm going to the eye doctor, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, I, at first, like, six months, I hadn't met really anybody. Like, I moved here not knowing a soul, right? Like, took a job, making decent money for that, Good for that you. time in my life, you know, just yeah. trying to trying to make a future. And I, I, I have always, not because this is a real estate podcast, I've always liked real estate. Like, I've always been interested in it. And I remember getting on the computer and looking up like ways to make extra money in real estate or something like that on Google. And in my mind, it was always like real estate agent. And in my mind, mm -hmm. it was always real estate investors like were uber rich and like you had to have a, a ton of money and everything else and bigger pockets came up. I, I remember it like it was yesterday on Google and I like clicked in and I started reading like one of the first articles and I just closed it. I was like, you got to have too much money to do that. And I just like <laughs> moved on to real, like real estate agent. And if I would have just like taken 30 minutes to dig in at 20, what was I, 26 at that point in time, you know, and, and fast forward, I mean, I guess it was like five, six, six years later, I actually started doing it, but it was 2011 Birmingham. You were buying houses that I can't buy for under like $150,000 mm -hmm. now for 25 grand that were renting for 800, you know, $800 a month. Like, Oh, I just can't imagine what would have been kind of different in yeah. my life. A little bit different from Jeff's. Like it could have just changed the trajectory of my investing career. And I just, it was like, it was presented to me. I, I 
looked at it. And in my mind, I just had a mental block that you couldn't do real estate if you didn't have a ton of extra capital. Yeah. And I just moved on. And now you know kind of what that cycle looks like. So now right. you know next time it comes around, yeah, when to just hammer down and just buy, buy, buy. We were talking, Cass and I were talking about the other day. It's like, I don't think we'll ever sell anything ever again. I don't think, you know, partnerships aside, if partnerships aside, hey, we're, we're going to sell. Right. I just don't, I don't think we will. So you think you're going to hold, uh, huh? I mean, you know, I say that, but our, our very first property um, that I talk about in my book, make an offer. Um, mm -hmm. We, we said we would never sell that. And then we had somebody approach us, paid us twice. Uh, it was off market, paid us twice what we paid for it. Right. And it's kind of hard to turn down, but yeah. Well, Jeff's leaving. I wanted to pitch to him. He's coming you know, back. He's, he is coming back. He's uh, he'll be right back, but he's doing the same thing. I mean, like you talked to him and he's starting to hold flips that he would have sold. They're starting to hold them as, as other types of property. We're, we're trying or, to, yeah. um, but we just made the hard decision to get rid of, well, not get rid of, but sell instead of hold on to one of my favorite properties. Um, just because um, we we just we can't make enough money on it, renting it short right. term or long term. It sucks because I, I love the house um, and we've spent money on it, but it's just, you know, it's it's a business decision and yep. it, I'll uh, enjoy it as long as I can, but um, it's a very, very, I thought it was going to be our um, top property uh, after Ansley, but um, uh, it, it's Fairhope has so many rules against yep. Um, yep. short term rentals and stuff. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna fix it up to sell it now. So gotcha. When but, I think I mean, there's, I mean, it's, I mean, I say it sucks, but in theory, if we get what we think we're gonna get for it, like we'll make a shit ton of money. So like, you know, poor me. But <laughs> well, there's something to time value of money, right? And that's yeah. something oh, yeah. I've, I mean, I've like. I would. I would rather. I'd rather velocity of money. You know, whatever I, I, you want to call it. it. It's such a special property to have a double lot with a pool in the in a couple of blocks of the bay uh, that you can see from the front porch. Um, in in such a highly um, sought after neighborhood, um, it, it's going to be hard to get rid of, but it'll be bittersweet, I guess. So. Fair Fairhope's there's a there's a town over there. I don't know if it's Fairhope or Foley or Daphne or Lock. One of those one of those cities, like you don't actually own the land. Fairhope that is fair that is Fairhope, right? Where you just lease the like it's a you leased yeah, the land it, from the city or yeah i'm glad i'm glad you brought that up we we have two properties over there right now and it was just dumb luck that the properties we bought aren't under that lease standard okay but uh yeah i thought that was crazy um yeah it's nuts and, and we didn't know about it till somebody told us because like you can't even take ownership of the property until you take some kind of like class 
Really? Uh, <laughs> so that you understand you don't own the freaking land underneath your house. Yeah. Uh, they won't they won't sign off for the the closing until you take this class. And um it, it blew my mind. I didn't even I didn't know, know that. That was just something that just never knew that was an option until Oh, yeah, five and we years just ago, got we were that. That, like we we've only bought in two properties over there, and both of them like we actually own the land underneath. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as Jamie probably already knows, like one of them had these old lot lines, um, and you have to literally go and get it resurveyed and replotted or platted, whatever it's called. Um, and you have to pay the money and they, the city will not give you a permit until you get it proper. Redone. Way. I forget what it's called, but they're essentially trying to re like replat the whole city, but wow. they're making new homeowners do that. If they do any kind of renovation on the property and yeah, it's pretty wild. special though. I mean, I mean, Fairhope is that. It's a Hallmark movie kind of town. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's pretty it's special. It's a yeah. different world. I mean, I like it over there. I mean, other than some of the stuff I've had to deal with. I mean, it, you know, I like the restaurants. I like the bay. I like I like my houses. I like <laughs> the land underneath my <laughs> Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's just a different world over there. And you either need to get on board or get the F out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We you know we, who, who would love Fairhope, Jeff. You know who would love Fairhope. Uh, Blair. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, she would. She would. Oh my God, she'd be swimming in a pool of ecstasy. Uh, <laughs> I got a. Ha I got a couple houses for you. Hey, there you go, Jamie. There. there I mean, it, hey, throw it in as part of the package. I'll come down and we could just take off. You know, mm. just want to make something happen. Yeah, I could totally see Blair enjoying Fairhope. Yeah. My wife would be just the the kid in the corner, like saying it out. She 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 just doesn't understand that lifestyle. Well, you know, there's um God, this is gonna sound bad what I was gonna say. So let me stop for a second and think about it. But there is something to I think um what you prioritize, right? And and Trina has has a good mind about her. She gets this real estate thing. She gets the financials. She gets like the whole picture. And as much as I love her, you know, I think Blair just wants the comfort of life, you know, and the benefits. And that's not taking anything away from her, right? Like she's a hard worker. She'll she'll grind. Yeah. She when she puts her mind to something, she'll she'll go all in. But you know, it's it's um we we tend to be on a little bit different wavelengths on on some things when it comes to to like money and investments and everything else and and so and we definitely live in in a neighborhood now where majority of the wives are just on a different level of you know they they just live their their comfortable lives and they don't spend work what they want to spend and don't work and not that there's anything wrong with that but um I, I don't I don't care if Blair doesn't work, but I want her to understand what I'm trying to accomplish at the same time. You know what I mean? And, yep. and so there's uh 
there's all there's been some conversations and some struggles around that and you know. I think it's a spectrum, man. I think it's my wife on one end, and I think it's your wife on the other. No, I can introduce and you to I, people I'm that are way saying, further than Blair, but <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying either one is right. No, hundred percent. But I think it's just two dis, two different spectrums, and um, it's uh, you know it. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say. About no, no, neither. I mean, neither one's wrong. Right. And it's yeah, just kind of like, wrong. it just is what it is, but and it is what it is for sure. When you leave a review and I hope you do, don't forget to tell us who you are and leave five stars. That's from dirty jobs micro. Listen, guys, if you're interested in exploring any of the products or services that I use to make my real estate investing career easier, or you want to explore joining us in the W2 Capitalist community where you can uh, hang out with guys like myself, Brody, Jamie, and Jeff on a routine basis, gonna be, there's going to be a link somewhere in the description or uh, comments or something like that, wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. But as promised, if you have any questions whatsoever, or you feel like I can help you in anything we talk about here today on this episode or any of the previous episodes, send me a text. Uh, I was going to say, give me a call, but chances are, if you're not in my phone book, I'm not going to answer. Uh, so send me a text. Let me know what episode you're li listening to and how I can potentially help you. We'll find a time to get on a call. Okay. My cell phone number is 205-249-0248.